Welcome to the Chronicle Headlines News in Brief for October 28th. I'm your host, John McGowan. In campus news this week, after a four-year hiatus, Miriam Smith has returned to her home at Columbia as the new Vice President of Development and Alumni Relations at the college. Smith worked at Columbia from August 2015 until October 2019 as the Executive Director of Alumni Relations and Annual Giving, before returning to her family home in Atlanta. According to an announcement from the Office of the President, Smith worked in donor relations at the Grady Health Foundation, eventually becoming the Director of Corporate Relations with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Smith held the role until August 2022, when she moved back to Chicago. Smith has taken over for former Vice President of Development and Alumni Relations, Sean Wax, who left Columbia over the summer. On coming back, Smith calls it wonderful. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful. It is such a thrill to be back. And for me, Columbia is home, so it feels like I've returned home. And it's just so great to be back on campus and around students and faculty and staff Mm -hmm. once again. So it's been great. Next, during the 2020-2021 school year, international students across the U.S. made up for 4.6 of the student population, a total of more than 900,000 people according to Open Doors statistics. With the midterm elections right around the corner, these students are still not given the right to vote that most citizens are, despite having attended school in the U.S. These are students like Lynn Shea Johnson, who has lived in the U.S. for six years and witnessed many changes, such as the administrations of three U.S. presidents, the legalization of cannabis in Illinois, and the overturning of Roe v. Wade. As an international student, all she could do is watch from the sidelines. This midterm election season, Johnson says she hopes people who can vote will choose representatives who will speak for everyone. I know people usually vote for like what they say is like, it's very American or like they're for America and stuff like that. Um, But I feel like sometimes that can be very exclusive. So just thinking more about how that person would affect the lives of other people living here, like ourselves who can't vote in this country. In the Chronicle's arts and culture coverage this week, the immersive King Tut exhibit, located at 108 West Germania Place, was produced by the creative team behind Immersive Frida Kahlo and will run until November 20th. At the immersive King Tut experience, visitors learn about the Pharaoh Tutankhamun's journey to the tomb and how he saved Egypt. 100 years ago, on November 4th, 1922, the tomb of King Tut, the Boy King, was discovered by archaeologist Howard Carter. As a way to commemorate the finding of his tomb, the immersive experience takes guests on a journey with the pharaoh known as King Tut as he travels through the underworld to defend the sun against the forces of chaos, bringing light again upon ancient Egypt. Other arts and culture stories this week include Cabaret Community celebrates the return of a live audience at Chicago Cabaret Professionals Annual Gala, and, from telling the stories of the 90s bulls to city politics in real life on the South Side, reporter Zoe Tataki writes about five streamable shows that tell a Chicago story. In the Chronicle's Metro coverage this week, dressed in Halloween costumes and carrying jack-o'-lanterns full of candy, community organizers and students marched into the lobby of City Hall last week to protest against the proposed increased police budget. The Chicago Police Department is looking at a $64 million increase in their 2023 budget, according to the Better Government Association, a nonpartisan watchdog publication covering Illinois government. The crowd of Chicago youth surrounded by police officers held protest signs, one being a life-size hand-painted cutout of Lori Lightfoot, and chanted, quote, We want treatment, not trauma, and we're here to stay, open our clinics. Hashtag Treatment Not Trauma is a campaign created by Collaborative for Community Wellness with the goal of increasing support and city funding for mental health services, 
including a 24-hour hotline and the reopening of South and West Side mental health clinics closed by former mayors Rahm Emanuel and Richard M. Daley. China Smith, a field organizer with Defund CPD in the 20th Ward, says the main point of the hashtag Treatment Not Trauma campaign is the importance of creating a non-police crisis response line for mental health emergencies. Our biggest issue with police and fund is that not only are they overfunded, but they don't have the proper training, like de-escalation training, to handle a mental health crisis. So they quite literally come to shit and escalate it because they don't know what to do with a person who's unstable or dealing with anything. They don't have that training, so some of them are probably in there not knowing how to de-escalate with themselves, so it's like deeper than just funding. It's also the lack of, they're not trauma-informed. For more details on these stories and more, check out ColumbiaChronicle.com anytime, and be sure to sign up for our newsletter at ColumbiaChronicle.com newsletter. For upcoming events this week on Saturday, starting at Lake on State Street and moving to Van Buren, don't miss the 8th Annual Arts in the Dark Halloween Parade. On Monday, Mindful Mondays, hosted by Wellness, Athletics, and Recreation, will be held at 754 South Wabash. And on Tuesday, All Things Registration is hosting RegFest. Located in the Student Center, RegFest is the one-stop shop you've been looking for as you prepare to register for Spring 2023. Also, learn from editor Troy Tataki about the post-production path to Hollywood at this event being held by CTVA at 1104 South Wabash. On Wednesday... Come out and meet with German drummer Udo Dahmen at 1014 South Michigan Ave. And on Thursday, a part of the Fall 2022 B-Series Festival, former Chicagoan and internationally renowned dance artist Bill Shannon has returned to the Windy City to perform his hour-long semi-autobiographical solo work, Maker Moves, at 1306 South Michigan Ave. And on Friday, the B-Series Festival continues with the B-Series Break Open Battle and Jam at 1306 South Michigan if you're an aspiring musician or an aspiring music industry professional, then check out Columbia Agency's Music Open Call at 623 South Wabash. And for more details on these and other events, go to Columbia's Engage app or the Engage portal on Columb.edu. That's all for this week. Be sure to read the full stories at ColumbiaChronicle.com and listen to this week's Chronicle headlines, where I speak to staff reporter Elizabeth Rymet on the recent protests in Iran. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.